श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्ण एवरीवन वर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड द नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्तिविदंत स्वामी श्रील प्रभुपाद चैप्टर थ्री एलिजिबिलिटी ऑफ द कैंडिडेट फॉर एक्सेप्टिंग डिवोशनल सर्विस कंटिन्यूइंग The attention of a pure devotee is so much attracted to glorification of the Lord's pastimes, name, qualities, forms, etc., that the devotee does not care for mukti. Shri Bilva Mangal Thakur has said, quote, "If I am engaged in devotional service unto you, my dear Lord, then very easily can i perceive your presence everywhere and as far as liberation is concerned i think liberation stands at my door with folded hands waiting to serve me to pure devotees therefore liberation and spiritual emancipation are not very important things in this connection in the third canto of shrimad bhagavatam Chapter 25 verse 36 Kapila Deva has advised his mother Devahuti as follows quote, My dear mother my pure devotees are charmed by seeing my different forms the beauty of my face the structure of my body so enchanting My laughing, my pastimes, my glances appear to them so beautiful that their minds are always absorbed in thoughts of me and their lives are dedicated fully unto me. Although such people do not desire any kind of liberation or any kind of material happiness, still I give them a place among my associates in the supreme abode in the supreme abode unquote this evidence from shrimad bhagavatam gives assurance to the pure devotee of being elevated to association with the supreme personality of godhead shrila rupa goswami remarks in this connection that one who is actually attracted by the beauty of the lotus feet of shri krishna or his service and whose heart by such attraction is always full with transcendental bliss will naturally never aspire after the liberation which is so valuable to the impersonalists a similar passage is also there in the third canto fourth chapter verse 15 of the same book wherein uddhava addresses lord krishna and says quote, "my dear lord for persons who are engaged in your transcendental loving service there is nothing worth obtaining from religiousness economic development sense gratification or liberation <laughs> nothing worth" 
although happiness from these different sources can be very easily had by them. In spite of such facilities, my dear Lord, I do not aspire to achieve any such results. My only prayer is that I may have unflinching faith and devotion unto your lotus feet." Unquote. A similar passage appears in the third canto, 25th chapter, verse 34, wherein Kapila Deva instructs his mother and says, quote, My dear mother, devotees whose hearts are always filled in the service of my lotus feet and who are prepared to do anything for my satisfaction, especially those fortunate devotees who assemble together to understand my qualities, pastimes and form and thus glorify me congregationally and derive transcendental pleasure therefrom, never desire to become one with me. And what to speak of becoming one with me? If they are offered a post like mine in my abode, or opulence like mine, or even personal association with me with uh, similar bodily features, they refuse to accept, because they are satisfied simply by being engaged, engaged in my devotional service." Unquote. In Srimad Bhagavatam 4th Canto, 9th chapter, verse 10, King Dhruva says, quote, My dear Lord, the transcendental pleasure derived by meditation upon your lotus feet, which is enjoyed by the pure devotees, cannot be approached by the transcendental pleasure derived by the impersonalists through self-realization. So how can the fruitive workers, who at most can aspire to promotion to the higher heavenly planets, understand you? And how can they be described as enjoying a happiness similar to the devotee's happiness? Jai. Thus ends the third chapter. And we continue actually this topic of superiority of devotional service over liberation in chapter 4. Devotional service surpasses all liberation. How much a devotee is seriously attached to the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead can be understood from the statement of Maharaja Prithu. Adiraj, which is described in Srimad Bhagavatam, 4th canto, 20th chapter, verse 24. He prays to the Supreme Personality of Godhead thus, quote, My dear Lord, if after taking liberation I have no chance of hearing the glories of your Lordship, glories chanted by pure devotees from the core of their hearts, in praise of your lotus feet. And if I have no chance for this honey 
of transcendental bliss, then I shall never ask for liberation or this so-called spiritual emancipation. I shall simply always pray unto your Lordship that you may give me millions of tongues and millions of ears so that I can constantly chant and hear of your transcendental glories." Unquote. The impersonalists desire to merge into the existence of the Supreme, but without keeping their individuality, they have no chance of hearing and chanting the glories of the Supreme Lord, because they have no idea of the transcendental form of the Supreme Lord. Hmm? Transcendental form. They have no idea. There is no chance of their chanting and hearing of his transcendental activities. In other words, unless one is already beyond liberation, one cannot relish the transcendental glories of the Lord. Nor can one understand the transcendental form of the Lord. A similar statement is found in Srimad Bhagavatam 5th Canto, 14th chapter, verse 44. Shukadeva Goswami addresses Parikshit Maharaj there and says, quote, The great soul, King Bharat, was so much attached to the service of the lotus feet of Krishna that he very easily gave up his lordship over the earthly planet and his affection for his children, society, friends, royal opulence, and beautiful wife. He was so very lucky that the goddess of fortune was pleased to offer him all kinds of material concessions, but he never accepted any of these material opulences." Unquote. Shukadeva Goswami praises the behavior of King Bharat very highly. He says, quote, Any person whose heart is attracted by the transcendental qualities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Madhusudan, does not care even for that liberation which is aspired, aspired to by many great sages, what to speak of material opulences. In the Bhagavatam, 6th canto, 11th chapter, verse 25, there is a similar statement by Vritrasura, who addresses the Lord as follows, quote, My dear Lord, by leaving your transcendental service, I may be promoted to the planet called Druvaloka, the pole star, or I may gain lordship over all the planetary systems of the universe. But I do not aspire to this, nor do I wish the mystic perfections of yoga practice, nor do I aspire to spiritual emancipation. All I wish for, my Lord, is your association and transcendental service eternally. Hmm. 
Jain. This statement is confirmed by Lord Shiva in Srimad Bhagavatam 6th Canto 17th Chapter, verse 28, wherein Lord Shiva addresses Sati thus, quote, My dear Sati, persons who are devoted to Narayana, Krishna, are not afraid of anything. If they are elevated to the higher planetary system, or if they get liberation from material contamination, or if they are pushed down to the hellish condition of life, or in fact, in any situation whatever. They're not afraid of anything, simply because they have taken shelter of the lotus feet of Narayan. For them, any position in the material world is as good as another. Haribo! Okay, this beautiful, beautiful point. We will stop here and continue with the other quotations tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna.